drop. My name is Brett Batterstein. I'm the host of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm having I'm having a hard time getting started. <laughs> this podcast is nonsense. Uh, if you don't know this podcast, uh, which you probably don't, and you probably never will, <laughs> uh, it's a podcast where I invite random people to come be guests on it. Uh, I just put the word out and say I'm recording, and then whoever wants to come be on it can come be on it. Uh, and uh, we just uh, shoot the shit for a little while, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, sometimes people don't show up. Sometimes people don't show up for till later in the podcast. Uh, and you never know what it's going to be. And I never know what it's going to be. And... Sometimes it's a little uh, boring. <laughs> Sometimes it's uh, it can be funny. It can be a lot of things. Uh, mostly, mostly boring. <laughs> I'm horrible at selling this show. I bet this show probably could be interesting if it was hosted by anybody other than me. <laughs> Because I am not good at making it sound interesting. I'm not good at explaining it. I'm not good at facilitating it. <laughs> so it's just, uh, yeah. Okay, well, today is uh, January 1st, 2020. 2020, it's a new decade. That's crazy. It seems uh, more, it seems like it should feel more monumental to me, but... I guess by the, you know, third decade you're alive, it's just like, all right, yeah, it's, uh, life just keeps, uh, the wheel of life just keeps moving forward <laughs> and it, it all kind of just blends together. Uh, but I guess 30 is a little different because you're, I, I think most people probably feel different in their thirties than they did in their, in their early twenties. I'm 31. So, you know, 2010, early 20s, a bit of a different person, but not, I mean, not that different, you know? <laughs> I'm still cool. I've still got my edge. <laughs> I'm married. Wasn't married when I was 21. Wasn't, uh, didn't have any kids, have kids now. Doing that whole thing, that that's a bit different, but I think probably at my core, I'm very much, I have a bunch of the same bullshit opinions about a bunch of bullshit things. <laughs> I can tell myself that I have much more mature, mature opinions on things, uh, but it's all just uh, bullshit opinions about different things. That's a lot of what this show is too. It's a lot of bullshit opinions about different things. <laughs> um yeah D the decade i don't know the two 2020 it's it's a 
I get it's an election year. That's pretty crazy. We'll see if uh, Donald Trump. You know, I at this point, I really just don't want Donald Trump to win the election because of how fucking smug his supporters are. <laughs> you know, like they just all seem like such smug assholes about it. And I'm, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, liberals and stuff that are smug assholes about it. Too. Would be smug assholes about it too, but I guess the uh, the moralities and ideologies that the Trump supporters align themselves with, and added on, like if they were humble, <laughs> if they were humble about it, it would be. I feel like it'd be such a different story, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, how smug they are about it. And aggressive they are about it. It's just like I want them to lose so bad, if just for that, just for that vain, vain uh, surface value thing. You know, if they're smug, but they have like some interesting ideas and some like interesting takes on things, then it's a little bit different. It's like, oh, you know, they're smug, but you know, they get a pass because they're they're actually doing good and they're putting some good out into the world. Uh, but when you're just a smug asshole about things that are horrible, then uh, shame shame on you. <laughs> Get out of here with those with that smugness. Although I'm I'm not sure I'm not really sure who I I, I think the the opposite could be said about Bernie like Bernie Sanders supporters, you know. Uh, there's like a contingent of Bernie Sanders supporters that are just are obnoxious, so obnoxious about it. Um, so that kind of taints it. It's like one of the, yeah, it's one of those things. I talk about this a lot on this podcast about fan, like the supporters and fans ruining the thing. Uh, some Bernie supporters can kind of just ruin Bernie Sanders for me. So I don't know who I would vote for. I don't probably not, (laughs) you know? I feel like Democrats have a hard time have had a really hard time putting forth candidates that garner the right kind of support. <laughs> I guess Barack Obama was the closest thing to that. But even he has his uh detractors in the Democratic Party, the Liberal Party. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't, I, politics is so, I do not understand it. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why it's such a, seems to be such a shit show all over the place. I don't get it. It seems like, but at the same time, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm not an educated person. So all I, all I have are my uh, bullshit opinions. So <laughs> take, take everything I say with a huge huge gigantic grain of salt the the oh you know the crazy thing is my son is four years old and then thinking about how by the next decade he is going to be 14 years old seems like such a dramatic shift like in my own personal life just as an individual i don't feel like much has changed but to think about a kid going from four to 14 that's a huge leap. That's that seems bizarre. He's going to be like a completely different organism by that time. He's going to be uh, so so self-sufficient. Hopefully, I mean, you can hope. 
that they'll be like a self-sufficient independent person uh but that might not be the case you know don't count your chickens before they hatch type thing a lot can change in 10 years you know uh but hopefully if everything goes right everything goes well he'll be a self-sufficient person at 14 uh be like in uh what like ninth grade yeah like freshman in high school potentially uh although i guess in boise that's where i am i'm in boise if you didn't know uh in the boise school district they have junior highs uh so that's eighth and ninth grade i went to middle school so it's sixth eighth and ninth grade and sometimes i forget that that's not how it is everywhere uh but yeah, he could, so he could just be in junior high, eighth and ninth grade, you know, is that what it is? Seventh, eighth, ninth, that's junior high, yeah. Uh, so I started high school in uh, ninth grade. Yes, I've probably mentioned that. <laughs> For some reason it comes up a lot, but you know, he could be, he'd be in like ninth grade probably. And that's, that's, so that's crazy because that doesn't seem that far off to me from now of when I was 14, even though it is, frankly, a long time ago at this point. Uh, but in the uh, the uh, lifespan of the universe, it's the less than the blink of an eye. <laughs> uh, so it, it makes no difference, but I guess it seems more monumental thinking of a child, go, your own child going from four, you know, a toddler who is still having trouble wiping his own ass. And getting getting his shoes on sometimes, and has trouble getting his clothes on sometimes. You know, he doesn't really have accidents these days. You know, he's pretty much potty trained, other than he struggles with the wiping of his own ass. Potential, there's a potential that he could listen to this very thing in 20 years, unless I destroy the tapes. I can, I can do that. Uh, I'm sure they would be uh, easy to dig up some hacker or something <laughs> like anybody gives a shit about enough about this podcast to even consider hacking it <laughs> um but anyways he could potentially hear this and be like dad why are we, that's so fucked up that you are talking about me not being able to wipe my own butt <laughs> um He's in a potty phase right now, potty talk phase right now, where everything he says is like butt poop. Sometimes he'll say he can see your butt snack, and I don't know, neither Ashley or I know what the fuck that means. We don't know where he got it from, butt snack. I think he just started saying it one day, and people kind of like giggled and thought it was funny. And so he just latched onto it, and now he says it constantly. He'll be like, Dad, guess what? And, and I'll be like, what? And he'll be like, I can see your butt snack. And I'll be like, ah, God. <laughs> he seems to always know when I am like losing patience and feeling frustrated about something. Like he's not getting, like eating his breakfast quick enough to get to like get to school on time or something. And I'll be getting fresh. I'll be like, just eat your fucking breakfast. <laughs> but he will be like, dad, guess what? I can see your butt snack. And, and, it gets it makes me so mad but i'm also realizing now as i say that i kind of it's kind of something biting coming back to bite me in my butt snack <laughs> if you will because for the longest time uh even still sometimes if i'm being honest what uh, sometimes if i have to fart i'll be like uh hey finn guess what and then i'll be like what and then i'll fart and it's 
<laughs> it's funny only to me, <laughs> but I get a lot, I've get i gotten a lot of joy out of it, but now I'm realizing that that's where he got it from, and perhaps I should give him more credit for, <laughs> I, maybe I should laugh it off more, because that's a pretty good joke now that I'm saying it. Uh, on his part, it's a long, it's a, it's a long running joke that he is continuing. So, you know, props for sticking to the bit, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just, uh, everything's poop and pee. So hopefully that's just a phase where he'll kind of grow out of that. I assume he will. I assume at 14, he's not going to be doing poop and pee jokes all the time, but who knows? Uh, let's see. What else is ninth grade? Oh, yeah. You know, he'll probably start. That's when you, like, uh, dating becomes more of a thing, like crushes. Oh, a good crush. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. That's such a, uh, nostalgic feeling is like the crushes of like middle school and high school and seeing that person that you're like, I, I hope he's a little more uh, cool about it than I was. I was such a spaz. Like I would just fall in love with girls and I would just like pester them to death. <laughs> but eventually I, I would get the hint where I'd be like, oh, okay, they, clear they clearly do not like me. And I would move on. Like I would try, I would try to woo them. So I, to, not to the point where it was like stalkering, but like, uh, I would, I would be innocently obsessed with them. You know, like it wasn't that I was like, uh, curled up in my shower crying about it and like, or like collecting their hair <laughs> and making shrines to them or something like that. But I just would, I would crush on them so hard, <laughs> so fucking hard <laughs> that. I would, uh, you know, I would go to great lengths to get their attention. I would write them poetry and st stuff like that. And, but eventually after like, you know, maybe like a few weeks or like a month or something like that, I would, I would move on and be like, oh, okay. They, they don't like me. That's cool. I'll, I, there's somebody else. <laughs> I can easily like somebody else. <laughs> It worked out a couple of times, you know. I wooed a couple of girls in my day and had a few girlfriends. I wasn't like, uh, you know, I didn't have them. I didn't have to beat them off with a stick, as they say. That is offensive. <laughs> There's probably some, like, historical, uh, historical th story or... The significance to that that makes it incredibly like misogynistic or something uh but yeah uh, you know did all right <laughs> my wife is cool i met her in high school 17 met that's when i met ashley and she's a pretty she's a smoke show you know she's a beautiful she was a smoke show back then so even better now she's aged like a fine wine um but, you know, snagged her, so I had to be doing something right. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, yeah, so I hope 
that's the thing as I, I hope that would be my one lesson about dating for my kids is like, just be cool about it. You know, they'll come to you, you know, be, be cool. You don't have to be such a spaz about it. <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, the difference is, is that, I mean, my daughter Hadley will be 11, which I guess also seems pretty mo- like pretty huge too. That's old for a kid. Also like self-sufficient, like you don't have to like monitor them as much. You can, they can kind of just go do their own thing for a bit. Uh, they'll probably be like going over to their friends' houses. Oh gosh. That's, that's the thing that I cannot wait for is like, I want to go over to my friend's house. Oh, that'd be so, that's going to be great because, you know, they have their cousins, but their cousins are like not quite the right ages for them. Like, uh, they have cousins that are like nine and 10 and like, uh, two. So Finn's just like a little bit older than his youngest cousin and his cousin's just, but it's just like, uh, it's not a good gap necessarily to the point it would, could be, it would be like potentially later, you know, like 10 and 12, isn't that big of a difference for them or like whatever, whatever it does. Who cares? (laughs) Who fucking cares? Uh, but anyways, that's the thing. Going to your friend's houses is like, what a, that'll be cool. And they can just like go to, that's what I, the neighbor, the neighbor friend, the neighbor friend is great. Right. Cause it can just, it's just like, I'm going to go over to who so-and-so is across the street and just hang out over there for a little bit. Great. <laughs> awesome. Def- go, definitely go do that. So that, that sounds pretty good. That's a fun, I feel like that is kind of a fun time in, could, p- can potentially be like a fun time in a teen, a teenager's life, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's cool. It can also be like a tumultuous time and like a very stressful time. But I think, uh, if you give, if you give them the proper tools, <laughs> They'll, uh, you know, they'll develop into pretty cool, chill. I have some good role models, you know, like, uh, I can look to like, if you like Dylan from fun, you know, on the, from the fun and sobriety podcast on this very easy, the eavesdrop podcast network. He's a good role model. His kids seem to be doing all right. Uh, Alicia and Jinx have overbooked like they they have kids that are older than mine, so they're Kaz from Roasted Games. I'm just I'm, I'm friends with like the biggest names in podcasting. That's what that is. <laughs> but that's cool. That's cool to have some people uh, that are a little bit old uh, have kids that are older than you, or just like a little bit further ahead in life, you know, and can kind of give you some pointers along the way. That's good to have, you know. Um. But, you know, uh, Kaz has a kid that is uh, close to Finn's age, my son's age, That, uh, but they live in a different city. So, but when they were together, they were a lot of fun, but they never got to the point where it was like, it was like Kaz and I were getting together to kind of hang out and the kids were kind of just like, 
would play together because the kids at their age will just play with whoever is around, you know, which is cool as well. But they don't have like eight as much agency, which is, I think, what it comes down to. Um, but yeah, that's what the, I guess this episode is about looking forward, <laughs> looking forward into the next decade, the next year, the next decade. Uh, my 2019 was pretty, pretty, uh, I mean, not, not, uh, super eventful, you know, um, other than Finn started preschool, which is, that's eventful, you know, uh, but he's just, uh, he's not there all the, he's not there full time, you know, <laughs> so it just is a, it's a, it, it doesn't eat up a ton of time, but, and it's cool. It's good for him. But it's also, it provides its own struggles and stresses. So uh, that's kind of one of one of those things. It's got its good uh, ups and downs. Uh, first year, uh, my uh, first year of eavesdrop. That's cool. This show has been going on almost a year with a little hiatus there, a cut like a month or so ago. But we're back in business, baby. Uh, with a re- renewed uh, interest in vigor. <laughs> uh, but the that's cool. Made it just about a year. Well, it'll be a year in like May. So we're, well, I guess we're still a ways off. But first calendar year. We've made it to the new calendar year. And that's uh, that seems like a tent pole. Oh, man, I'm going to have to take a break here in a second to get some food. I think I'm going to do that. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Where was I? <laughs> I, did, I had to stop to eat and have a snack for a second because I could feel like I, I, I was so hungry. It's dinner time, and I haven't eaten dinner, and I didn't really get to have a chance to have a good lunch, so I'm very hungry. But I just fucked up a cliff Bar. <laughs> And some Oreos. And they were... Have you ever just bit into an Oreo and been like, Oh my God, this is the best cookie in the mate, in the world. <laughs> Oreos are perfect. It's like the perfect Oreo. Well, yeah, of course it's the perfect Oreo, dipshit. <laughs> it's like the perfect cookie. When I was a kid, we used to make homemade Oreos. That's what we would call them. But they were just like chocolate, chocolate fudge, uh cookies with like a cream cheese filling icing in the middle and they were so good oh god i should fucking make those i can oh yeah i'm gonna see if let me i'm gonna see if i can find a recipe because i forgot all about those and or homemade homemade (laughs) oreos yeah oreo cheesecake no oreo homemade oreos cream cheese filling oh this is oh sorry sorry microphone oh yeah that's what the cake mix oreo cookies oh god (laughs) holy shit this they look exactly like i remember them except but i've never seen anybody make them oh these would be so good to like take to parties and stuff i bet they're not that hard to make oh boy yo 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 Yes. <laughs> oh, I want to make these so bad. 
<laughs> Anyways, because uh, I, I never have anything good to take to parties. I don't have any good recipes or anything like that. I wish I did. I would. One of my dreams <laughs> is, but like one of those things that I would like to be able to do, but will probably never ever take the time to do, is I'd like to get really good at making like something like a tomato, like a pasta sauce or like a tomato sauce or something like that. I don't know why. That seems like, you know, like uh, just something where people are like, ooh, I hope he brings his <laughs> pasta sauce for our pasta. <laughs> uh, yeah, or something like that. I have nothing like that. It, anytime I make something for like a group of people, they're like, oh, yeah, this didn't, that was good. <laughs> like, you can't, maybe they're telling the truth, but it sounds like they're lying, you know? Uh, but anyways, the looking forward into, into the, the next decade, what's it going to be like? Uh, probably, you know, Trump 2020, Ivanka 2024, obviously. <laughs> I saw that, that there's that meme going around. That's the guy with the, those on the daily show. That has the uh, all the fucking <laughs> Trump, the Trump family lineage for future presidents, but it's they're all one-term presidents, and there's years missing. <laughs> uh, so that's that's really funny. <laughs> You'd never see that from a liberal. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, J.K. I'm sure they're they're out there. But uh, probably the liberal media doesn't doesn't allow that stuff to be shown. They're hiding it. That's an that's an offensive accent, I'm sure. But so I'm sorry. No buts. No if ands or buts. I'm sorry. God, all this Oreo talk has made me really want to eat more Oreos. That's like all I want to do right now is I want to make these Oreos tonight. Actually, in fact, I think I'm going to make these tonight. I think I'm going to go home. What is this, an episode of Overbooked? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I do, yeah, I think they're so good. Listen, look it up. Look up uh, cake mix Oreo cookies and maybe like throw in, they have the cream tree, trees, <laughs> the cream trees frosting, the cream cheese frosting. Um, and it's so like rich and good and, I take it. It tastes like an Oreo, but made with like <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> um, but li like, listen to this. It's like cake cake mix Oreo cookies are soft, are a soft, chewy, delicious alternative to the store bought variety. Devil's Food cake mix makes them extra fudgy, and an easy cream cheese frosting seals this sandwich deal. This has a 4.6 star review on Half Scratched, or maybe it's Half Scratched. <laughs> no, don't be ridiculous. It's but uh, 29 reviews. That's, I mean, that's pretty good. So, oh, so, and they just look, these ones in this picture are, are probably done, like, you know, like when you see, like, a, uh, like a food commercial and they do like the they'll like make like syrup out of like laundry detergent dyed brown or something like that <laughs> uh 
or like they'll show the burger it's like made out of like styrofoam or something or all the ingredients are fake it uses like paint for ketchup do you know what i'm talking about (laughs) uh that's good because these pictures look perfect of of the that's my new year's resolution for 2020 and you know what my decades resolution for the next 10 years is to make more of these goddamn cake mix oreo cookies you know what i'm gonna do it gonna do it so much and then i i'm gonna give you updates i'm gonna give you updates going forward i'll report back i'll report back here i want i wonder if at the, at the i wonder i wonder if we're gonna have hoverboards in 10 years that's what i want that's the main that's the main thing i want is hoverboards uh i want self-driving cars that's one thing. It's really important to me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Self-driving cars. That seems pretty cool. I don't want it to be... Bla- I don't want the future to be Blade Runner-esque, but there is part of me that really wants to live in that world for some reason. Uh, there's that part in... maybe this is just because I'm hungry, but there's that part in Blade Runner where uh, right before Edward James Olmos' character, you know, brings, uh, goes to find Deckard to bring him in to hunt the, you know, the Rucker Hauer and those guys' replicants. But he's like eating at a noodle stand. And for some reason, those noodles always look so fucking delicious to me. (laughs) It's like one of my favorite parts of that movie is just like his big bowl of noodles. And I'm just like, oh God, noodles are so good. <laughs> I want these, I want these fucking noodles. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I could just move to a city that is famous for its noodles, but you know, moving is expensive and I don't, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> I could just move to a different country. Uh, with no support system, yeah, right. <laughs> but noodles. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually talking about the the American franchise, noodles. <laughs> they have uh, stir fry noodles and fettuccine noodles. <laughs> what a what a fucking garbage place. Oh, man. Noodles is bad. That's like one of those places that like you you maybe go to once and you're like, ah, this was not as bad as I was expecting it to be. But then you never go back there again. <laughs> the opposite of that for me is probably Rubio's, the the fish taco place. I had I did not think that place was going to be as good as it was. And then I ate there and I was like, holy shit, these fish tacos are fucking out of this world. I mean, of course, it depends on which Rubio's you go to. I get it. The best ones are in California, for sure. Everybody knows it. <laughs> Calm down, Denver and Reno. Uh, but noodles. <laughs> noodles, dude. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that, that's going to be my... That should be a new hashtag. Hashtag noodles, dude. <laughs> Can we get that started? Let's get that started. If you're listening to this, get that. Help me get that started. All right. 
I almost feel like I need want to take another break from for, like another Oreo break. You know, one of my resolutions probably this year should be to eat healthier. And may, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> That's uh, how, how's that for like a non-commitment? May, uh, I should eat healthier. I know and acknowledge that I should do that. And I'll take it under consideration. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> and then just crumple up that mental paper in your head and throw it into the mental waste basket. Waste. Waste basket. <laughs> I want to eat healthier. But who knows? We'll see. Um, what could the next, what could the next year hold? I don't, I don't know. Oh, like we like we mentioned, an election. It's an ele- going to be an election year. <laughs> uh, how fast did an impression of Don did the impression of Donald Trump go hacky? That was pretty quick. I feel like as soon as Alec Baldwin did it, it was like, all right, let's. Or maybe the second time he did it, maybe it was like the second time he did it, and then by the third time he did it, it was like, all right, no, let's. Let's cool it on the Trump impressions. <laughs> it's, it became like an Arnold impression, right? Pretty much right away, right? No, so yeah. <laughs> uh, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> you're Trump. Oh boy. <laughs> Especially because we everybody knows that Alec Baldwin is kind of an asshole. Not to like disparage somebody that I don't know, but. I think he he's got to acknowledge that he's probably at least kind of an asshole. I did I did go through a period. He his podcast wasn't bad. I listened to his podcast a few times. It was pretty good. Uh, from WNYC, you know, that's pretty cool. WNYC, if you're out there and you want to buy eavesdrop, <laughs> we'll take an offer. <laughs> Uh, this is Radio Lab. This show is sponsored by. Is it illegal to say your show is sponsored by something it's not sponsored by? Probably that it's probably like uh, like a I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that would be called. <sighs> but yeah. I mean, Elizabeth Warren would be cool, I think. I think Elizabeth Warren would probably, if if she were to win the Democratic nomination, I would vote for her, for sure. Like, easily, I would vote for her. Against any Republican candidate, for sure. Any single one of them. But, I mean, I don't think she's my necessarily my favorite person. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't say that because I feel like this is how <laughs> 2016 went. <laughs> and I'm not going to be part of the problem. Not going to be part of the problem this time. <laughs> uh, jinxing it. We don't want to jinx it. That's the thing. I think we all maybe we all feel like there's a good chance that Donald Trump is going to lose. <laughs> We're just like, let's not talk about it. <laughs> Let's not talk about it too much. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's try and stay grounded. And let's just play we'll play it by ear. See how things go. Take the temperature every now and then. 
Maybe, maybe that's what should be, we, we, we should be doing. I'm having a difficult time talking. Maybe I need to go eat some more Oreos, get some more, more of a sugar rush. You know, we were going to, this week, put out an episode about, that was a weird mouth sound. <laughs> coming from the back of my, my for, coming from my esophagus. Ah. <laughs> uh, but we were, this episode was going to be about the bet the with some friends. Uh, shout out to Ryan, Noak, and Caitlin, uh, Meager. Uh, they were they were going to come on the show because they had a bone to pick with uh, me and Ashley. Not so much Ashley, mostly me, about the order of the M, like the best of the MCU movies because she told filled me in. Caitlin filled me in that while. She was pregnant with their their infant child is just the cutest. And she wanted to watch all of the Marvel movies kind of around the same time that Ashley and I were going on our, our little marathon that we did before Avengers Endgame went out. And apparently her take is drastically different than than mine. Uh, they they apparently can't get behind Captain America. And I, you know. The next time they're around, they they were in town and they were gonna try and make it on, but it just they were they were too busy, which I totally understand. To, totally get it. Uh, I was busy too, and I live here, and they were visiting from the other side of the country with a newborn, or with a, not really a newborn, an infant, like uh, five months old, yeah, something like that. Um, I'm a bad friend, <laughs> but. Um, I, I'll let them, the next time they're around, I'll let them come on and speak. I'll let them, they can come on and speak their piece, but not fans of Captain America. I didn't pry any further because they were, they were <laughs> in a hurry to get out of the conversation, surprisingly. <laughs> oh, it's all coming together now. <laughs> it's just kind of, this is just like middle school crushes all over again. It took me a while, but <laughs> I finally got it. I, I get the picture. Uh, you don't have to beat me over the head with it. <laughs> uh, but if they want to, if they truly want to, they can come on the next time they're around. Or call in anytime. Maybe the next time Winnie's taking a nap they on a weekend or something, they can call in and uh, speak their piece. But the they don't like Captain America. And to me, that is just... Uh, that's just wrong. It's incomprehensible. It's frankly, it's insulting to me and so many other uh, <laughs> totally awesome people uh, that also stand Captain America. And you know what? Chris Evans, you know, I'll throw it out there. It's mostly Chris Evans. It's a lot of it has to do with Chris Evans because he is... As you may have listened to one of our one-offs uh, ranked, Chris Evans is my number one homosexual crush. <laughs> so that's, uh, he, he's great. <laughs> Love him. Uh, but also Captain America is just cool. I mean, it's mo mostly like the MCU Captain America is like where it's at because Chris Evans brings a lot to the role. Anyways, <laughs> who gives a shit? But uh, he's all right in the comics too. He has his moments, but he's been around for so long. You know, com with comic books, 
there's not really it's tough to like say like i like this character because it's like they're written by so many people like characters are written by like have been you know spider-man's been written by like 50 or maybe more i don't know like maybe even 100 people maybe more it's been around he's been around since the 60s you know so i'm sure there's been like three people in a year at a time at certain times so who knows uh i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna see if i can look it up how many people have written how many many people have written for spider-man spider-man let's see no no there's not a lit doesn't look like i have a list of writers for spider-man uh but 1962 he debuted so um i'm sure there's tons of different writers anyways what was this what was the fucking point of this (sighs) i don't know i do not know well, looks like uh, <sighs> I'm I I am so lost, San Diego. <laughs> I this is what a good way to start the new year <laughs> by myself, hold away in a dank start dank dark studio I'm by myself with uh only only a microphone to keep me company going into 2019 like what <laughs> but yeah i don't know oh sorry for a basic i basically just burped into the microphone how how dare me oh I, w- I want to give a special shout out to Mr. Joe Myers for dropping off. He he dropped it off during a time during our little hiatus there at the end of last year. Uh, and I meant to I was going to thank him on the podcast and uh, took an on- impromptu uh, sabbatical and uh, didn't get a chance to thank him on the podcast. But he dropped a couple uh, cases of uh coffee off for our uh the eavesdrop studios which was very nice and very much appreciated i'm sure by uh all the people that are in and out of here uh so merry christmas to you and yours (laughs) joe myers thank you uh well we'll see i mean it's getting late and i'm hungry Recorded for an hour by myself. That's pretty good. You know, you can't expect me to, you know, I've found that most people, if somebody's going to show up, it's usually within the first hour. So, you know, that's just the way it is this week, I guess. It's possible people are tired. I get it. You're tired. You stayed up late last night getting hammered and. What is this voice that I'm doing? <laughs> Getting hammered and probably slept in. 
Yeah, we slept in. Finn stayed up late with us last night. Hadley went to sleep at about 10, but she's a year, year and a half. So she does, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything to her. Finn stayed up till midnight and that was fun. He had a good time. He knew he was staying up late. I think he enjoyed staying up late with just his mom, with just mom and dad. Uh, so that was really fun. Uh, every year I talk about doing, there's like the, uh, there's all those different ways of, uh, bringing in the new year. Like this year, the, the one that I saw going around was like timing it out to, I don't know who started this, who came up with this. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people came up with it, but I don't know. Uh, the Thanos snap from Avengers Endgame right at midnight, time it out. So right at midnight, right when, uh, no, not the Thanos snap. I guess you could do it the Thanos snap in Infinity War, but uh, Endgame with, you know, Iron Man, when he says, I, I am Iron Man, and snaps his fingers. Right when he snaps his fingers, it turns midnight. So cool. <laughs> um, that was fun. Uh, he, yeah. He was clearly tired, and he was a little little irritable today, but it was worth it. It was one. It's one of those things that, like, I remember it was the last, uh, like, 4th of July or something. Not earlier this summer, we went to, like, the balloon. The, there's, like, a hot air balloon festival in Boise, and we went to that, and both our kids stayed up. It, like, it's in the summer, so it's, it doesn't get, like, dark until, like, 10. And they did the one where they, uh, you know, they light them up at night, and we hung out there for like hours and they were definitely like tired and cranky by the end of it and they were tired and cranky the next day for sure but it was you know it's one of those fun uh fun memories that maybe as you do as they get older it just becomes a little bit more fun and just something that you do i like stuff like that you know i guess that's uh we made it we made it the hour right that's about all I can that's about all you can ask for when you're just flying solo, right? I hope this was uh entertaining enough. I hope that's that you got maybe got something out of this. I'm out of, I'm out of steam though. You know? Just uh just I'm going to piddle out. <laughs> um but I do look forward to uh the next year. We'll uh keep an keep an eye out for all the eavesdrop related things the uh it's been announced we we have a uh we're doing collaborating with story fort of you know of of tree fort you know they're one of the tree fort music fest you know if you live in the boise area you're you're probably familiar i mean if you live in the pacific northwest you're probably familiar and uh potentially if you're listening to anywhere I mean, it, I mean, I don't know if you're anywhere in the world, but potentially you could find people in any part of there. It's, it's a, it's a big deal for us. Okay. It's a big deal. F- God damn it. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I am, tr- I'm, everything I'm saying is, is coming off sounding disparaging, but it's not there. It's independently produced. You know, it's like just some people that were like, wouldn't it be cool if we started a festival in Boise and they did it and they've done it for like nine years and it just grows all the time. So it's really cool. And they have a podcast. Uh, well, story Fort is doing a podcast with, uh, about tree fort, about the story of tree fort. And, uh, it's called story Fort presents the voices of tree fort music fest. 
Uh, and you can find it on the eavesdrop website, www.ease-drop.com. Uh, anywhere you get podcasts, uh, leave them a, a rating and a review. If you, if you have the time on Apple podcasts, they're available. I, I think I said wherever you get podcasts. Um, and the, you know, like, uh, <laughs> check it out. It's good. They have some cool stuff. Uh, some bands coming in, uh, people who, put the put the festival on who run the different like aspects the different you know forts as they call them like the sub the forts that are like the you know there's yoga fort and all these different activities and stuff that are going on throughout the festival and it's cool that's coming out january 6th so keep an eye and ear out for that um uh we 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 released a trailer so you can go and subscribe now on whatever platform you listen to, uh, and, uh, support the show, you know, uh, uh, you know, drop some money off in their tip jar, drop some money off in our tip jar, the eavesdrop tip jar, uh, rate and review my podcast on all those platforms and stuff, you know, stitchers, the premiums and no, not Stitcher premium. Maybe well, it is available on Stitcher premium, but not like exclusively on Stitcher premium. Uh, we are available on all those. Uh, if you, um, disagree or have any comment on anything that I've said today and you want to chime in, uh, send us an email at eavesdroppodcasts at gmail.com or there's a feedback forum, uh, form in the, the notes of this very podcast. So you can click on that and leave me some feedback that would be great that would be cool you know reach out and get in touch and maybe you can't drop by in person but maybe you can drop by via email (laughs) um and uh yeah thanks for listening and we'll uh we'll talk to you next time all right bye